Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, Bethel's weekly podcast. This is Danielle Hodson, and my regular co-host, my husband, is traveling for work this week. So I have a guest co-host today, my amazing daughter, Emma. Hello. Thanks for joining us, Emma, for today's discussion. Uh, This morning, Pastor, or this Sunday, Pastor preached on... uh, Courageous is the series, and then Courageous Truth. And his big idea is that in this culture, today when we really are in a post-truth world, that standing strong with truth takes a lot of courage. Mm -hmm. And he gave an illustration of a three-legged stool. Do you want to describe that stool for us? Sure. So it is all truth in the three stools of it the legs are creation salvation and resurrection yeah thanks and today he talked about um about creation if you have a stool with three legs mm-hmm. and then one of them falls off yeah it's not a very good stool <laughs> and so um we need these three ideas t- to keep our truth balanced and so he was today pastor was just really talking about how creation is the foundation if we miss this doctrine this belief of creation what the bible teaches us um then we're missing a lot of the foundation of of truth and and also of the value of of humans and of creation some of his main points today were a life without god and truth is a life of confusion, but on the flip side, a life with truth is a life of clarity. And he gave us many scriptures on how God is truth and Jesus is truth and, and in creation. Um, Emma, was something that stood out to you from the message? Um, he was talking about how Jesus is the truth, mm-hmm. and it reminded me how in um, John 1, one it says, um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and in um, the word word, mm-hmm. in Greek is the word logos, and um, it also means truth, and it... Um, also means like as Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, John one one. You mentioned the word logos, and that idea means word, and it's talking about Jesus, and it means truth. Did that to the people at the time in the Greek with the Greek language and in the Roman Empire, they knew that word to mean absolute truth, mm-hmm. and so when the Apostle John wrote this gospel and he said in the beginning was the absolute truth mm-hmm. and that truth was with God and that yes. truth was God and that truth was with God in the beginning and then he came became, and became man 
What is he saying to them? This is the truth. Yeah, Jesus is the truth. And it's, there's not, like, a separation of yes. this is true and this is Jesus over here. But we're talking about the same thing. One of the most shocking things that pastor shared today was that three out of ten believers, so people who say they're Christians, who are 36-year-old, sorry, let me start that again. Three out of ten believers who are 36 years old and above believe that there is an absolute truth found in the Word of God. That's only three out of ten think there's truth in the Word of God. Absolutely. That tells us things definitively about the stool. And then even more startling for the age under 35, one out of 10 believers believe there's absolute truth in the word of God. That, that's a crisis. Yes. What was your response when you heard that? Shock. Yeah. Yeah. Why were you shocked? are trying to um, pursue the Logos. We're trying to find God. And only one out of ten believe that there is capital T truth, which which is a, a term we use in our family for um, absolute truth. Um, yeah, it's shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how... How do we fix that? <laughs> <laughs> right, how do we fix that? And uh, like you said, as believers, we think we are people who are mm-hmm. trying to pursue the Logos and trying to pursue Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet somehow there's become this disconnect um, in people's minds between believing in Jesus and believing the word is true. Yeah. That's... Lies pretty deep for me. What? Seems like um they might be like it's a way that Satan is getting to us. Yeah, eroding the truth. Yeah. Which is why I think it's important that we're talking about this. That yeah. we that we wrestle with with not just like do you believe in Jesus, but do you believe that the word of God is true? Yeah. I mean, these ideas in this book have consequences. Yeah. There are consequences to the fact that God created the world. Mm-hmm. Very good consequences. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, well, I was just thinking this morning um, when he was talking about creation, and I was just like, thank you so much, God, for being the God who created us. Because in the old stories of Greek myths and other ones like all the other stories of how the world could come to be that the one that we live in is our god who is so good who is a father who wants the best for us mm-hmm. creates us and loves us mm-hmm. and we're so small in the world that he created like yeah. have you seen those videos where it's like like starts with you and then zooms out into like the universe yeah, yeah. like it's just so amazing that he loves us mm-hmm. and wants the best for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he does love us and he is good. And he, and we're so thankful for creator yes. that has 
that has created this and understanding that that creation is truth mm-hmm. is such an important part of the foundation in that he created something out of nothing. Uh, let's read Genesis 1 a little bit. Emma, would you read the first few verses? Yeah. One, one, two. Uh, I think just one and two. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Mm, Thank you. There's so much in these couple of verses that are important for our theology today. Like, it's not like what we believe about this affects our science grade. Mm -hmm. Like, this is everyday, this has consequences on our everyday life. It's not just, like, do you believe in evolution or creation, but, like, like why, why does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, the first is just, in the beginning, God. Mm-hmm. And then God created both the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. And before he created, the earth was formless and empty. And then, and then it wasn't because he spoke order and form into our world. Mm-hmm. That wasn't yet our world. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's that's what he does. He he is truth and brings order. He's the god of logic and beauty and goodness and form. You said he spoke mm-hmm. form and order. That's really good. In Hebrews eleven three, Pastor read this today. Said by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And what you were saying, he spoke that. He spoke beauty and logic and order and form. And like you were saying before, he loves us. And he just he wasn't that God then mm-hmm. he's still that God now pastor yes. was saying today he's he doesn't change and so he can speak into our lives yes beauty and order and form mm-hmm. and life and light mm-hmm. I think one of like the first things that he spoke were um was creation was the word world he created us last and so like um I think some of the things that, ways that he can speak to us is through his creation and not in like a hippie way. Right. <laughs> well, Romans 1, and this is, Romans 1 talks about this, that that it's made known to us. It's mm-hmm. made known to all mankind. Psalm 19 says the heavens declare the glory of yes. God. That's, a, I believe, called general revelation, that we can look at the world and with our senses observe, there is something bigger here. Yes. This didn't just happen. Um, It's really interesting. I think um, before, I can't remember if it was on the podcast or earlier today when we were talking uh, about this statistic of how many people don't believe in absolute truth. Mm. You mentioned just that we're believing lies. And... 
that's I I liked how Pastor related it back to the garden, and he said this is not something new to today. Yeah, this is. Um, <laughs> I mean, the serpent did this in the garden, and he said then like what God said isn't true, and from mm. the very beginning he was trying to attack truth. C.S. Lewis. Um, during World War II, wrote Mere Christianity to help people who were navigating a broken world mm-hmm. t- to find truth. But that's really interesting, even thinking about it this way, that from the very first thing that Satan, we have record of in the Bible, in Genesis, is that he's wanting us to question what God said is true. Yeah. Well, I think... In a way, it's good to be thoughtful and contemplate what the truth that God has given us, you know, to mm-hmm. so they can wrestle and grow more in the truth. But, and I think even he's good and strong enough to handle our doubts. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, Satan was trying to get into their head to plant that he was not good and true. Yeah, that's a great point and I appreciate you bringing that up that that God can handle our questions and handle our doubts and it's good to if you have questions to not just push them down right like that that's not helpful <laughs> the truth is strong enough that it's true and, and it can be sought out but but I'm looking now because you said that um did God really say you must not eat from the tree in any from any tree in the garden. That's not even close to what God said. That's what the serpent asked. And then in um, chapter 3, verse 2, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat the fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. Mm -hmm. She was not remembering what he said, even when she thought about what and reset what God said. That is not... Those were not the instructions that God gave to her. Reminds me of, um, oh, what's Are you going to say the silver chair? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say the silver chair. That's what I was just thinking about, too. Um, well, for the listeners who maybe don't know what the silver chair is. It is the sixth book mm-hmm. in the Narnia series by C.S. Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. thinking the exact same story. That's so funny that you said it. Because um, I can't remember her name. Jill. Jill. Yes. Um, so Aslan, um, who is he's the, a lion, but he's the Christ figure. Yes. Yeah. Um, the analogy for Christ, and um, Aslan gives Jill and Eustace her also her friend, um, and. Uh, he gives them instructions to do to. I, can't I think it's like five steps or something. Yeah. That they have they have this mission they have to accomplish, and he's like, "But you have to remember these, mm-hmm. however many signs you have to remember them. You cannot yeah. forget them." Yeah. And so, what does she do? Forgets them. <laughs> <laughs> she's supposed to. She's supposed to recite them to herself yes, over and over, over again. And, over again. and then she, as they're on their quest. <laughs> She eventually, oh, I don't have to recite them as much. I know them. I know yeah. them. And then when she gets 
mm-hmm. to the place where the signs are. She has stopped reciting them, and she can't recognize what is true, what she needs to know. And then she misses it, and they find, they find themselves in a scrape. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I appreciate what you just said about that, but I think that we too have to remind ourselves of what the signs are and what yeah. is true. Uh, you gotta keep pursuing God and digging His words so that we can recognize Him when He comes back. Mm, that's good. Um, and that we can recognize Him in in the world, in conversation, yes. in truth, and in miracles, and in the miracles. But also that we can recognize where He's not. So if somebody mm. says to you, yeah. "Oh well, but this is what I believe, and this yes. is what you believe," like like that's that's not that's not <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's really good. Uh, this Chronicles of Narnia book six, we recommend it. I can recommend the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. Let me take a look at our notes. We sort of have hopped around. We haven't done our official like narration, but like the official steps. But we've covered mm-hmm. them. We've narrated. We've contemplated a lot we made connections with other stories and with other greek words um questions is there any questions that we have listening today or walking away from this or things that we need to look into more Um, i can think of anything about this conversation we've had i think the question is to that god's okay with our questions Mm. um that he's good and strong enough and he's not flighty and so he can handle mm-hmm. any question that we bring to him. And I think he even wants that. He wants us to ask questions to grow closer to him. Yeah. Uh, That's really good. It makes me think of Peter when Jesus came walking on the water. And they were afraid. And Peter says, Jesus, if it's really you, have me walk out on the water. And Jesus said it's you know come on and Peter stepped out of the boat and started walking towards Jesus and then he looked around and saw the waves and got scared and started to sink and sometimes we feel like if we're looking for Jesus and we start asking questions we might feel like oh gosh that's not good to be questioning God and we're not encouraging you to like step away from God but to be honest before the Lord with questions that you have um, because people have been asking these questions for 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. They're not new <laughs> to any yeah. of us. But then Jesus reached out and immediately, Scripture says, grabbed Peter. Yeah. I think that's also our application, to go to the Lord with your questions, go to the Word with your questions, and... Ask them. Look for truth. Any last thoughts? I um, recently heard someone point out that Eve wasn't the one to directly receive the instructions from God Mm -hmm. to stay away from the tree. That it was given to Adam. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, maybe like you forget the rule that you were given to go back and remember 
<laughs> yeah, go directly to the source. Yeah. And then if you were the one, maybe there's, we know someone that's struggling to remember what's true. Yeah. Um, Adam in that moment could have said, no, 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 that's not what he said. We're remembering wrong. Yeah. Um, that we can help people remember kindly, and that doesn't mean being aggressive yeah. and insensitive with the Bible, but but help ourselves to remember and, and help the word. And I think that that circles back to Genesis 1-8, the verse before our verse for the year, is just to don't let this book of the law med, um, depart from your mouth, but meditate on it night and day, and then you'll be prosperous and successful. Joshua. Did I say Genesis? <laughs> Joshua 1-8. Um, so, but that we would always have the word in our hearts and in our mouth to help us. Um, because also it's the truth that sets us free. Yes. So, um, would you, would you pray? Mm-hmm. Dear God, um, thank you for this day and for this service that you've given us. Um, I pray that you just keep speaking to us. I want to keep hearing from you, Lord. We want to draw closer. And I want to be more like you. Um, and I pray that you teach us the lessons that you are teaching to us. And um, let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Sure. Our the Father, Father who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thanks, Emma. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.